Good evening, everyone. This is Brother Brandon coming to you live from Fort Smith, Arkansas, with another Fishers of Men video broadcast. And it is good to be here this evening. And uh, tonight, we are going to, today, well, as many of you know, today is Resurrection Sunday. And we're going to be talking about the resurrection tonight. And so this is going to be kind of more of a very laid-back preaching uh, thing. Uh, and uh, it's going to be, uh, I think the preaching portion of my videos are going to be very informal, very laid-back. And so I just want to, you know, so that's, what's, so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight uh, is the resurrection and uh, today is Resurrection Sunday, so happy Resurrection Sunday to you all. Those who will be watching, today we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ from the grave. So he is risen, he is not dead. And, um, <clears throat> you know, so I know this is going to sound very controversial because, you know, it's, you know, I, I just... You know, I, I, I'm trying to think of a title for this, and um, I think I'm going to title this um, God's Not Dead, Quolin, Christ's Resurrection, I think is what I'm going to title it. But um, actually, I'm going to make it very simple. God's Not Dead, Quolin, um, Quolin, um, Resurrection. And uh, so that's probably what I'm going to be titling it tonight. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be talking about the resurrection, talking about Christ and the resurrection, um, and go through a lot of scriptures on the resurrection, and uh, we'll kind of we'll kind of go from there. Um, so, well, before we get into it, uh, just want to again wish everyone a happy Resurrection Day. God, Jesus Christ, who is God in the flesh, is not dead. He is risen, and risen indeed, and he is coming back. If Christ be not risen, then he is dead, and your faith is vain. So, happy Resurrection Sunday. As we celebrate the Lord's resurrection and celebrate... You know, our future resurrection, as I will be getting into that tonight. Because Christ has died and risen, He will raise us up at the last day. Amen? So, tonight, so, that's what we're going to be getting into tonight. And hopefully this will be a blessing to you all. Hopefully, uh, you guys will enjoy this. Um, I know I preach a lot of tough messages, uh, as any preacher should, but hopefully tonight will be a blessing to you. By the way, if you all receive a blessing from this, um, please don't hesitate to share these with people. Um, kind of the reason why I do these videos is to kind of get the word out, and so... If you feel timid of sharing them because you feel like you are needing my permission, um, I'm just going to say right off the bat, you already have my permission. 
So share the daylights out of all these videos. Don't wait for my permission because I'm giving it to you now. I repeat, you have my permission to share these videos with any and all peoples as the Lord will direct you. Alright, so don't be timid. Just if you feel blessed by it, share them. Uh, as a matter of fact, I actually am blessed by those who share my videos. So, those who share my videos, I feel blessed by that. Because it shows me that you all have been blessed by it. And you guys got something from it. And you want to bless others. So, there you go. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. So, yeah. Um, I am sorry I came on a little bit late tonight. So, forgive me. Um... But, um, yeah, we are going to have a fun time in the Lord, hopefully. And, uh, so, uh, let's see, any announcements? I don't think there's not any major announcements other than the fact that today is, um, Resurrection Sunday. Uh, Tuesday, I will be getting into Matthew chapter 5 and our Bible study. We're not going through the whole chapter we're only going through like the first like 24 verses. It's not it's not going to be a, a very lengthy thing. Um, maybe it is. I don't even know if we'll get that far. So um, I'm still drawing up the notes for it. Uh, even after I'm done with this portion, I still have a little bit more left to do. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Because, you know, it's a long chapter. So we're going to have to sort of break that up a little bit and take the time to kind of go through it. So that's what's coming on Tuesday. Um, let's see, what else? Um, I can't think of anything else. Uh, prayer requests, if you can pray for me... Um, I've got some things kind of going on in my life right now. Um, it's not... How could I put this? I don't want to put this in such a way that I'm bashing anybody. Um, or anyone in particular. Or any, you know, particular group. Um, but I am kind of going through a bit of a rough patch right now. Um, as per jobs. And it's kind of gotten into a point where I kind of feel like the Lord's leading me out, guiding me out, because it's 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 pretty bad. Um, for those of you that know that I, I work in a warehouse setting, um, I, warehouse setting is not a very good setting for me. I uh, I'm not really uh, I'm not really. Uh, I guess, as you would say, because of my personality-wise, I'm just not... I don't have the temperament to do warehouse work, <laughs> you know. So, uh, it, there's nothing wrong with, with them or me. It's just, I just don't have the temperament to do so. Thinking I probably did and could handle it, you know, warehouse work isn't for everyone. Um, I just don't see how I have the temperament to do warehouse work. So, pray for me, if you will. 
that would be great. Pray for my ministry. Pray for my videos. We're getting back into doing two videos a week now. Uh, praise God. I can't remember the last time I actually did two videos a week. Shoot. It's been a long time since I did like two videos a week. I think the last time I did two videos a week was like kind of back in Fayetteville. If not Siloam. So getting back into doing two videos a week now. Um, and then of course, you know, once in a while I will preach at my church. So if I do that, uh, depending on the Sunday, I won't have, I won't actually have a video cause that preaching time will kind of replace that video time. So, but, uh, listen guys, I might be, I might be on here preaching to you guys and I may be called to preach and eventually pastor, but can I just tell you guys something? I am just as normal as you guys. Okay? See this old raggedy flesh right here? I got flesh. Which means I have a sin nature. Which means I do stupid stuff too. So just because I'm on here preaching... Or, or just because I'm at my church preaching does not mean I am better than you because I am not. And I'm just being real with you guys. I am not better than you. God is just simply taking an old raggedy sinner that deserves hell and making him into a preacher of the gospel. <laughs> Excuse me. Amen. So I am just like you. I do stupid stuff. I'm not perfect. And if you're looking for a preacher to be perfect, I'm sorry you got the wrong preacher because I'm far from perfect perfect. I am devastatingly not perfect. And I don't know everything. I might be smart. Some people think I'm smart. Some people think I'm very intelligent when it comes to the Word of God. I'm really not that smart. Some And, and you know, I've actually heard people tell me that for somebody my age, I've got a lot of wisdom, which I don't understand. I really do not have wisdom. Let me let me rephrase that. I don't really have a whole lot of wisdom, as people claim. Because I am about as foolish as anybody else, and I do stupid stuff. And I do stupid stuff even... I even do repetitive stupid stuff that I shouldn't be doing when I know it's wrong, right? So, you know, what wisdom is that? So, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, and look at that. I don't have a bad hair day. That's good. <clears throat> I do not have a bad hair day. And by the way, check out, check, look at that tie. Blue and brown flowers. What a great, what a great tie to wear on Resurrection Sunday. I actually like the colors. I actually like the brown and blue on this darker blue. It actually goes really well. I'm actually surprised that it actually goes very well with it. 
Um, anyways, so just, you know, I'm not perfect and, but I do, I do need prayer just like anybody else. <clears throat> and I need guidance. I need wisdom. Amen. I need wisdom. I, I fall short. I do stupid stuff. I babble on and on. I can be incoherent at times. I'm not exactly the most attractive looking human being on the face of the earth. Which is fine. I really don't want to be an attractive human being. When I say attractive, I mean good looking. I don't want to be like the Prince Charming cleaned up polished person no if i have to go through life looking rugged then so be it you know christ christ was christ was actually really christ was one that was he wasn't when christ came he, he wasn't all attractive and prince charming like no 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 he was just he was himself he was rugged and you know, he, he didn't, he, there's no, you know, you, you see what I'm saying? <clears throat> he wasn't that Prince Charming look. He was just himself. Right? So, that's all I'm trying to say. I don't want to be that Prince Charming type. Just, I just don't want to. <sighs> Anyways, so... Hmm. You know, my dad would always say, he would say all the things that make you go, hmm. And I'm kind of having one of those hmm moments now. I don't know why. I just am. <coughs> um, anyways, so if anyone has any prayers or praises, you can feel free to mention them in the comments. Or if there's anything you'd like to be thankful for, you can also mention it in the comments. Whatever you'd like. If you don't mind, I'm going to take a sip of my Pepsi real quick. Uh, right. So. Um, So yeah, it's um, it's all good. I, I am very glad that I'm back doing videos. <clears throat> all I want to be is a blessing for others. And uh, all I just, you know, I just want to do whatever the Lord needs me to do. Amen. And uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, oh yeah, you all see my picture there? Look at that. It's actually not straight. I gotta straighten that out at some point. <clears throat> but that's my picture. So. Um, anyways. So. I guess we'll go ahead and get started. Um, so the message, the title of my message tonight is God's not dead, colon, resurrection. 
<clears throat> comes to show you that God, Jesus Christ, is Jesus Christ is um, he's not dead; he's alive. Okay, kind of a great title, but the song is really not. You know, I'm not trying to bash the newsboys by no means, but. The song isn't exactly, there's lyrics in that song that's really not biblical. Because Christ is not the roaring lion. Satan is the roaring lion. Christ is the lion of the tribe of Judah. But it's a good title though. I like it. God's not dead. Interesting movie series, by the way. Very interesting movie series. Um, But yeah, so God's not dead. Quollen Resurrection, and it, hopefully the title is kind of what it means, is Christ is not, you know what, I got a better title, I got a, I got a better, ugh. see I get all tongue twisted because I don't know what I'm saying half the time, I'm going to put Christ not dead, I think that's a better title, title, I don't know. You let me know what you think you like. Christ's not dead or God's not dead. I think I like, I mean, I think the God's not dead thing is a lot better title. <clears throat> but we'll figure it out. Um, but, so, let's go ahead and get started. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of John. John chapter 11. John chapter 11. And this is kind of our starting text for tonight. And it says here in verse 25, Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, dead, yet shall he live. So we're dead to sin, but alive unto Christ because of what he did at the cross. And then he rose on the third day. So, all of you guys that believe in him, all of us that believe on him and believe on his name, Christ is our resurrection. And even though we will die one of these days, we won't be dead. Because Christ will raise us up. Amen? And we will have a new body, which, by the way, I'm looking forward to. I hate this diseased, old, raggedy flesh. And uh, we will actually be immortal. Now, you might say, well, Brandon, hang on there. Pump the brakes. That's really, really weird. No. Truth of the matter is, when we go home to be with the Lord, we will be immortal, which means that we won't die. Okay? Christ is our resurrection, and this, and, and Paul writes in his epistle that this mortal shall put on immortality. So when we go home to be with the Lord, we will be like the angels in heaven. And angels don't die. You can't take a 22 or take a 
or take a buckshot or a 12 gauge and shoot it at an angel and expect them to die from it. Angels don't, it don't work that way. <clears throat> you can't shoot an angel with a gun. You just can't. And besides, I don't, I don't know why anyone would because, I mean, shoot, I mean, you know, angels are messengers, messengers from God sent to, sent to those who are heirs of salvation, right? So I don't know why you would want to shoot one of God's messengers. I just, you know, that would be like, that would be like, that would be like trying to, you know, to shoot one of God's messengers or angels is like trying to harm one of God's preachers. You just don't do it. God says, saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. So God has very, he's very strong about people trying to lay a finger on God's anointed and God's prophets. You just, you just don't do that. Because God will avenge them. But an angel is, what I'm trying to get at is an angel is, they can't die. You can't just like, I mean, if you were to take a 22 and shoot it at a, at a devil, they, they won't die from that. Okay, they just, they won't. It doesn't work that way. So, anyways, but we will be in more, we, we will be immortal, okay? Um, as a matter of fact, let me, <clears throat> let me just prove it to you that we'll be immortal. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 53 it says, for this corruptible must put on and put on incorruption, and this mortal must be put on immortality. In verse 54, it says, so when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Okay? So, we will be immortal. And that's what Paul says. We're going to be immortal. We won't die. Okay? <clears throat> so, Christ is our resurrection. Now, how is this possible? How is it possible that we will have a resurrection? Well, it's only possible because of what Christ did for us at the cross and the fact that he resurrected. That's how it's possible. Now, turn with me to Revelation 20. Revelation 20. Revelation is the last book of your Bible, by the way. <coughs> Revelation 20. 
starting here in verse 5 of Revelation 20. It says, but the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part <clears throat> in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Okay. Now. Why do I bring this up? So. Christ is our resurrection. Okay. So all of you. Who are God's people. You are going to have part. In this first resurrection. It means you are going to have a resurrected body. That's without sin, you're going to be made perfect. You're not going to have any sinful desires to go off and sin and sin and sin and sin. You will be perfect. Okay, you will have a body without disease. You won't have any troubles. You won't have any more sickness. You will have a resurrected body, a body that is... A glorified body, but a body that defies all areas of logic. As when I mean by logic, means I'm talking about <clears throat> all the laws of physics. Okay, your glorified body will defy all the laws of physics and all the laws of gravity and all that stuff, and I'll prove it. I'll prove it, and I'll, I'll prove it here in just a few minutes, okay? Now, um, but there is also going to be a second resurrection. <coughs> Stay in that chapter. And let's start in verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man according to the works. Did you catch that? The sea death and hell three things, sea, death and hell gave up the dead. You know what that means? It means the lost will also be resurrected. Here's the difference. Our resurrection is a, re a resurrection unto eternal life. Means that we won't be cast into the lake of fire. 
means that we will be resurrected and we will spend all eternity with God the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, and all the angels and all of our relatives in heaven, and we will be one happy family. The dead will be resurrected. You know what the dead are? The dead are the lost souls that died and split hell wide open. They too are going to be resurrected. But their resurrection is going to end in damnation. They're going to be resurrected. They're going to stand before the great white throne and they will be judged based on their works. After that, they go into the lake of fire, which burneth forever and ever. That fire will never go out. And I'm going to tell you something. <clears throat> all you people, all you lost people out there that have chosen to reject Christ, all you guys that don't feel sorry for what you did, on that day you will feel sorry for what you did. And on that day when you feel sorry for what you did, it's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. And rest assured, I promise you, whether you're saved or lost, you will willingly bow down to Christ and you will call him Lord. The only difference is, is that believers are willing to do it whenever. The lost don't even want to do it. One day they will. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. <clears throat> Amen. So, we see that there's two resurrections. The question I have for you is, which resurrection are you going to be a part of? Are you going to be a part of the resurrection of the living or the resurrection of the dead? The choice is yours. But I would make that choice right here, right now, before it's too late. Don't wait. It would be better... To get saved and be with the resurrection of the living than it is the dead. Amen. So, we see that there's two resurrections that, that are going to happen in the future. Now, let's go to Matthew. Matthew 28. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 28. It says, in the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, that's Sunday, 
came Mary Magdalene, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see, to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord de descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and become as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the woman, Fear not, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead, and behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him, lo, I have told you. <coughs> and they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy. And did run to bring his disciples word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, they met them, they met, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid, go tell my brethren that they may go unto Galilee, and there shall they see me. Now hang on a second, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. I'm back. Sorry about that, y'all. <clears throat> so. Then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. Now when they were going, behold, some of the some of the watch came into the city and shewed unto the chief priests all the things that were done. And when they were assembled with the elders and had taken counsel, they gave large money unto the soldiers, saying, Say ye his disciples came by night and stole him away while we slept. And when this come to the governor's ears, we will persuade him and secure you. So they took the money and did as they were taught. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews until this day. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, 
and in the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. <clears throat> so this was after when Jesus was resurrected, he met with his disciples and appointed them. Now, yeah. Luke 24. Okay, I want Luke 24, verse 51. It says, And it came to pass, while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. You know how that was? On a cloud. Now, when you think of gravity, what happens? When you throw something up, what, what happens? It comes right back down. You throw a ball, you throw it up, comes down and you catch it, right? Well, Jesus, being resurrected, had, has his glorified body. Okay? No bones are broken, but you can still see the scars. Okay? You can still see where they pierced him. But it says that he was taken up in a cloud. up in a cloud how's that possible how can you physically stand on a cloud you can't you just go right through it right this is what I'm talking about as a glorif when you get into a glorif when you have your glorified body your glorified body will be able to do things that defy the laws of nature. Jesus was taken up into heaven on a cloud. And guess what? He's coming back in the same manner. Let's go to Acts. Let's go to Acts. <clears throat> Acts chapter 1, starting in verse 1. The former treaties have I made on Theophilus of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach, until a day in which he was taken up, after that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandment unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he shewed himself alive after his passion, by many infallible proofs being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they... Therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost 
is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld him, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Did you get that? <clears throat> the same way he left is the same same way he is coming back. Amen. When Christ was resurrected, okay? That's when his when he was resurrected, he also got his glorified, you know, that's where he got his glorified form. And when I say glorified form, I mean this body was not the body this the body of Christ, the, his actual body. Obviously, he's God, so he can defy the the he could all. I mean, he could obviously go up in a cloud. But this is a picture, a type in picture. I think of when we get to heaven, we will be like Christ, which means we will have a glorified body, a body which won't grow old or diseased, but will also defy the laws of gravity. It will defy the, the, all the laws that that we abide here. That we abide by here on earth. Therefore, that that therefore that would fulfill that which was spoken by Paul through the Holy Ghost, that this mortal shall put on immortality. This corruption should put on incorruption. Amen. It, it is how it is. It is how it is. <clears throat> now, let's go through here and take a look at some occurrences of the word resurrection. Resurrection is found 41 times in the New Testament. There is one occurrence in the Old Testament where there was a young child that was raised up by Elijah. Okay. Now, it's only mentioned by word. It's mentioned in the New Testament 41 times. All right. Now, Matthew chapter 22, verse 23. The same day came to him the Sadducees, which say that there is no resurrection, and asked him. And verse 28 of that same chapter, it says, Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife? Shall she be of the seven? For they all had her. Verse 30 in that same chapter. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God in heaven. Verse 31. But as touching the resurrection of the dead, have ye not read 
that which was spoken unto you by God, saying, Amen. <clears throat> uh, Matthew twenty-seven fifty-three, And came out of the graves after his resurrection, and went into the holy city, and appeared unto many. Mark twelve eighteen. Then came on him the Sadducees, which say there is no resurrection, and they asked him, saying, Going into verse 23 of Mark, chapter 12, it's Mark 12, 23, it says, In the resurrection, therefore, when they shall rise, whose wife shall she be of them? For the seven had her to wife. Luke 14, 14. And thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot recompense thee. For thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. Did you catch that? That what is the resurrection of the just? That is talking about the first resurrection that Christ said, Blessed are you that are part of the first resurrection. The first resurrection is the resurrection of the just. Okay. Luke chapter 20, verse 27. Then came to him certain of the Sadducees, which deny that there is any resurrection, and they asked him. In verse 33 of that same chapter, it says, Therefore in the resurrection, whose wife of them is she? For seven had her to wife. And just a few verses down of Luke chapter 20, verse 35 to 36, it says, but they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain that to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage. Neither can they can they die anymore, for they are equal unto the angels and are the children of God, being the children of the resurrection. John 5.29, it says, And shall come forth that they have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Did you guys catch that? The resurrection of life versus the resurrection of damnation. It's the same thing that we read in Revelation. You guys, there's two resurrections that are going to take place. You... Everyone's going to go through a resurrection. Okay. The question is, which resurrection are you going to be in? The resurrection of the just or the resurrection of damnation? <clears throat> you know where the resurrection of damnation is going? The lake of fire. The lake of fire. John 5.29 can be paired with John chapter 20, uh, not John. John 5.29 can be paired with Revelation 20. With what the first and second resur resurrections are. And keep in mind, we will all be resurrected. Question is when? And for the just, we are resurrected because of what Christ did. You know why? Because Christ is our resurrection. 
He's my resurrection. He is your resurrection. He is the resurrection. He is our resurrection. Amen. John eleven twenty four. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Verse 25 is what we just read at the beginning. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Acts chapter 1, verse 22. Beginning from the baptism of John unto that same day that he was taken up from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. That is talking about Acts one twenty two is the qualifications of an apostle. Stop right there, folks. Did you just get what I just told you? Acts one twenty two is the requirements of an apostle. What were the requirements? You had to be at the beginning from the baptism of John. Up to the time that he was taken up. Which means you had to be a witness of his resurrection. <clears throat> you actually had to be a witness of the Lord's resurrection to be a part of an apostle. So think about all these modern-day self-proclaimed apostles. They're not apostles. Do you know why? Because they weren't there when, they, when John, John the Baptist was baptizing. They weren't there when Christ died. They weren't there when he was resurrected. They weren't there when he was taken up into heaven. Were they? No. So guess what? If they weren't there when Christ was taken up, and they weren't there when John the Baptist was preaching, and if they weren't there at his death or resurrection, guess what? They're not an apostle. So let me just tell you something. All of you fake and phony and self-proclaimed apostles, you guys are a bunch of filthy, stinking liars, and you don't know what you're talking about because you don't know the Word of God. If you were a, an apostle, number one, you had to be a witness of the Lord's resurrection. And the last time I checked, he resurrected over 2,000 years ago. So if you were an apostle, you would have to be over 2,000 years old, which the last time I checked, nobody has ever lived past one day. For a day with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years as to one day with the Lord, and the only one who actually would... The only one who actually lived the oldest was Methuselah at the age of 969 years. So unless if you somehow magically lived 2,000 years to witness that, um, don't be calling yourself an apostle. You people are a bunch of liars. All you self-proclaimed apostles, thats you guys are a bunch of liars. Wolves in sheep's clothing, you don't know what in the world you're talking about. You guys are, you false prophets and apostles are corrupt. And you prepared lying, corrupt words to deceive people. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves. 
Acts chapter 2, verse 31. He, seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was left in, was left in hell. He, seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did not see corruption. Acts chapter 4, verse 2. Being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. Acts 4.33 And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Acts 17.18 Then certain philosophers of the Epicureans and of the Stoics encountered him, and some said, What will this babbler say? Others some he seemeth to be a setter forth of strange gods because he preached unto them Jesus and the resurrection. Acts chapter 17, verse 32. And when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, others said, We will hear thee again of this matter. Acts 23, 6. But when Paul perceived that the one part were Sadducees and the other Pharisees. He cried out in the council, Men and brethren, I am a Pharisee, the son of a Pharisee. Of the hope and resurrection of the dead, I am called in question. And just a few verses down in verse 8 of Acts 23, it says, For the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, neither angel nor spirit, but the Pharisees confess both. Acts 24, 15, it says, And have hope toward God, which they themselves also allow, that there shall be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and unjust. Acts 24, 21, Except it be for this one voice that I cried standing among them, touching the resurrection of the dead, I am called in question by you this day. Romans chapter 1 verse 4 and declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead Romans 6 5 for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection which means we will get a glorified body see do you see how all this is coming together of what I'm talking to you about? Do you guys get it? There's power in the resurrection, people. 1 Corinthians 15, 12. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? And verse 13, it says, But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ not be risen, your faith is vain. 1 Corinthians 15, 21. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. 1 Corinthians 15, 42. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in corruption. Philippians chapter 3, verse 10 3.11, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings 
being made conformable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 18. Who concerning the truth have erred, saying that the resurrection is past already, and overthrew the faith of some. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 2. Of the doctrine of baptisms, and of laying on, on of hands, and of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. Hebrews eleven thirty five, Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they may obtain a better resurrection. First Peter chapter 1, verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. First Peter chapter 3, verse 21, the like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of whom? Jesus Christ. And again, I just want to reiterate again, one last time, Revelation chapter 20, verses 5 through 6. But the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection, on such the second part hath no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. You see the, that there is power in the Lord's resurrection. Do you guys get that? There's power to his resurrection. There's even more power in his death. But there's even there's power in his death, but there's even more power in his resurrection. Amen. Um I want to see if I can play something here. It's uh, it's actually something by Dr. S.M. Lockridge. It's actually pretty cool. If you don't mind, I'm going to play it. <clears throat> and it's uh, 3 minutes and 19 seconds. You, you, you won't see it, but you will be able to hear it. Okay? Um, and actually, you know, I kind of wonder if I'm actually able to hold this. Hang on a second. I want to try something here. I want to try something. I want to play something here, but I want to try something here. Hang on a second. Okay, guys. I'm going to play this video, okay? It's like 3 minutes and 19 seconds long. He's the king of kings and he's the lord of 
guys i hope that was a blessing did you catch that at the end of that the grave could not hold him amen jesus christ he is our risen savior and because he's risen he died his resurrection is proof that he died on that cross for your sin. And his resurrection is proof of your faith. Because he died, he rose on the third day. And because he rose, your faith is valid. Amen. Your faith has power because it's faith in Christ and what he did for you at the cross and the fact that he rose on the third day. I know this has come, I know the day is about to come to an end. <clears throat> you know, we take one day of the whole year to recognize his resurrection. But you know what? I think we need to recognize his resurrection every Sunday of the entire year. Not just one day a year, but every Sunday of the year. Every Sunday of the whole year. 
Every Sunday should be a reminder of what happened on Resurrection Sunday. Sunday should be a reminder that Christ conquered the grave. Sunday should be a day to remember that death cannot hold him. The grave cannot hold him. Death cannot beat him. The grave cannot hold him. Every Sunday should be a reminder of why we go to church. We go to church because we honor and serve and glorify our risen Savior. You see, God's not dead. He is very much alive. And he's alive forevermore. Amen. I want to I want to go to one more verse and we'll be done tonight. Revelation chapter 1 verse 18. I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive evermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. One more verse, I promise. Revelation chapter 2, verse 8. And unto the angel of the church... And Smyrna write, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead, and is alive. God, our Lord Jesus Christ, God the Son, did not stay dead. He's alive. Therefore, God is not dead. He's alive. And God is the God of the living and not the dead. I want you to remember this. Even I have to even I have to remind myself of this. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Amen. To this very day, we serve a risen Savior. We serve a Savior that is gracious, long-suffering, loving. We serve a Savior that's great. We serve an all-powerful Savior who laid his life down on the cross of Calvary and took it up again in resurrection by the power of the Holy Ghost. And because of his death and his resurrection and the future, if you're born again, you'll be resurrected into new life everlasting. But to, but to those who are lost, you will be resurrected into damnation. To stand before the great white throne judgment, to have your works judged... 
and then tossed into the lake of fire. I want to encourage you guys to, who are, I want to encourage you guys to those who are lost to cry out to the Lord Jesus Christ. Repent of your sins. Ask him to save you. Amen. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. <clears throat> if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is who he says he is and that he came to do what he came to do, you'll be saved. Confession is done by the mouth and belief is of the heart. Amen. It is not God's will for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Amen. So, that's all I got for tonight. We went an hour, almost an hour and ten minutes. I think it's like an hour and nine minutes. So, I don't know about you, but I thought today was a good video. Today was a very good video. I hope this was a blessing to you. If you enjoyed this, if this blessed you, um, feel free to share this with others. All right, don't be don't be hesitant or shy. You've got my permission. Please do share it with others. Amen. Share it with others because others will need to know about Christ. Amen. So, anyways, really quickly before I let you go, remember Tuesday is our Bible study. We're going into Matthew chapter five, and we will only be doing like verses one through twenty-four, Lord willing, and then hopefully. The week after that, we will finish up with chapter 5 and move into chapter 6 and start making our way into the book of Matthew. Matthew, Amen. So other than that, that's going to be it for, for tonight. I love you guys. God bless you. You guys have a very blessed evening. And Lord willing, we will see you all on Tuesday evening. God bless you guys. See ya. Love you. Bye.